This land was made for you and me. This land is your land. This land is my land. From California to the New York Island. From the Redwood Forest to the Gulf Stream waters. This land was made for you and me. That's Pete Seeger singing This Land Is Your Land, which was written by his friend Woody Guthrie. Welcome to Artworks, the program that goes behind the scenes with some of the nation's great artists to explore how art works. I'm your host, Josephine Reed. 2012 marks the 100th anniversary of the birth of legendary singer, songwriter, and activist Woody Guthrie. Guthrie traveled throughout the country embracing traditional folk music while writing and performing his own songs, more than 3,000 at last count. Although his music covered every conceivable subject, Woody is best known for shining a spotlight on the troubles and triumphs of the common man. Folk icon Pete Seeger knew Woody Guthrie as well as anyone. They were two of the founders of the folk group, the Almanac Singers. They traveled together, played together, and performed together. In the first of a recent two-part conversation, Pete Seeger remembers his friend, Woody Guthrie. I met Woody Guthrie, this is 1940, and that's when I really learned how to pick a banjo. He taught me how to hitchhike and how to ride freight trains, and I went up and down the Appalachians. And every time I found a banjo picker, I watched him closely. Woody had gone from Oklahoma to California, and an unusual man had a tiny little radio station on the outskirts of Los Angeles, and he paid Woody one dollar a day to uh, sing some songs for 15 minutes on his radio program. And Woody advertised a little songbook. It was called On a Slow Train Through California. And... He sold it for 25 cents. Right after he was on the air, there was a newspaper reporter from the communist newspaper, The People's World, Ed Robin. And one day, Woody says, Ed, uh, do you ever listen to my program? And Ed says, well, I'm sorry, Woody. I have to apologize. I usually come just in time for my own program, and I don't listen much to country music. And Woody said, will you come early tomorrow? Because I think you'd be interested in what I'm singing. And next day, Woody sang, Mr. Tom Mooney is free. Mr. Tom Mooney is free. Done got a pardon from that old jailhouse warden, Governor Culbert L. Olson's decree. And afterwards, Ed said, Woody, that's a great song. And you know, now that Tom Mooney is out of jail, We're having a big celebration tonight. There'll be a thousand people there, and uh, they'd love to hear that song. Of course, it's a little left wing, and Woody says, left wing, chicken wing, don't matter to me, none. I've been in the red all my life. And Woody went, but there was speech after speech after speech after speech, and Woody fell asleep. Suddenly, Ed wakes over and shakes him. Woody, you're wrong. Woody shakes the sleep out of his eyes, and sings the song, got a standing ovation. 
had to sing the song twice. In the audience was a Hollywood actor, Will Gear. Uh, Will played Grandpa Walton years later. And he goes up, Woody, he says, I'm going up tomorrow to uh, put on a little show for the lettuce workers up in Bakersfield. They're thinking of going out on strike. Would you come along? They're all Okies like you. They'd love your songs. From the high Canadian Rockies to the land of Mexico, city and the country, wherever you may go. Through the wild and windy weather, the sun and sleet and rain, comes a whistling through the country, this farmer labor train. So uh, Woody and Will Year became a team, and pretty soon they were singing for left-wing fundraising things in uh, Hollywood. Will wrote me a letter. I'd met him a year before when I sung in New York for a, a little left-wing theater group. And uh, Will wrote me a postcard. I've met a wonderful songwriter out here. I hope I can persuade him to come east and you'll meet him. Will wrote, Woody, if you can get here by March, uh, I've got a, a little theater just off Broadway and I got permission from the producer to use this, the theater for... A, Midnight Benefit Concert for the California Agricultural Workers. Burl Ives was there, Josh White, the Golden Gate Quartet, and Lead Belly. The play was Tobacco Road, and Will was the star of the show. Well, Woody was the star of the evening. There's folks of every color, and they're riding side by side in the swamps of Louisiana and across the Great Divide. From the wheat fields and the orchards and the lowing cattle range And they're rolling on to victory on this farmer labor train This train pulled into Washington a bright and happy day When she steamed into the station you could hear the people say There's that farmer labor special, she's full of union men Heading on the White House on the farm. He was very laconic, like Will Rogers He really admired Will Rogers. He named his son Will Rogers Guthrie. He himself was named after President Woodrow Wilson, Woodrow Wilson Guthrie, because his father was a Democrat when he was born in 1912. Anyway, Woody would tell stories and sing a song, then tell another story and then sing a song. He said, Oklahoma's a very rich state, you know. We got oil in Oklahoma. If you want some oil, go down a hole in the ground and get you some oil. We got coal in Oklahoma. If you want some coal, go down a hole in the ground and get you some coal. We got lead. If you want some lead, go down a hole in the ground and get you some lead. If you want food or clothes or groceries, just go in the hole and stay there. And then he'd sing a song. I tried to learn from him, but I, he was the world's greatest. Uh, but I did learn the idea that you could mix up storytelling and, and singing and get a crowd singing along with you. Uh, Alan Lomax went up to Woody that evening and said, Woody, we have a recording studio in Washington. You've got to come down. I want to record every song you've written, every song you sing. And I think they recorded for two days solidly. The recording engineer was a wonderful man. Later on, he was president of MIT. I could accompany Woody in any one of his songs. I had a good ear. I had steadfastly refused to learn to read music, but I had an ear, and I could tell 
what chord it was, whether it was a dominant chord or a double dominant or a triple dominant. <laughs> Woody got a job on the radio for the model tobacco company, and they were going to pay, they did pay him $200 a week, which is like $2,000 a week now. But they wanted him to sing songs he thought were stupid, and they didn't want him to sing the songs that he wanted to sing. He only kept the job about three weeks, and his wife had come up from Texas with their three kids, and they'd rented an apartment, and now he was out of a job. She said, Woody, you've bought a car, and now we don't have money to pay for it. She went back to Texas. But uh, Woody said, Pete, we can go west on credit. Uh, <laughs> and without paying for the car, he took me along with him. Rambling around your city, rambling around your town. I never see a friend I know as I go rambling around, boys, as I go rambling around. My sweetheart and my parents I left in my old hometown. I'm out to do the best I can as I go rambling around, boys, as I go rambling around. I remember we picked up hitchhikers everywhere we went. One had crutches. He said, if you need money for gas, boys, let me off in front of a Woolworths and I'll put my tin can out. In a couple hours, I'll have enough gas to get us to Oklahoma. <laughs> he, he was right. When it came, we were in Memphis, and we were hungry. He said, here's some money, go get you some supper. But uh, uh, he says to me, go to a drugstore and get two ounces of paragoric, and it, you'll have to sign your name. Don't give them a correct name. And if they ask what's it for, say the baby has a stomachache. So I did what, he, what I was told. I ordered two ounces of paragoric and signed the false name and address. And he said, what are you using this for? I said, oh, the baby has a stomachache. Oh, he says, this will put the baby to sleep for two weeks. But he sold it to me. I brought it back to the man. He drank the two ounces of paragraph in one gulp. I said, what does it do for you? He says, oh, it, it's kind of put my mind at rest and we're just moving along through the world and my mind's at ease. I didn't know at that time it has opium in it. Go to sleep, you weary hobo. Let the towns drift slowly by. Listen to the steel rails humming. That's a hobo's lullaby. to Oklahoma and uh, we found out that a friend was uh, trying to organize an oil workers union and he said Woody could you and Pete sing some songs there's six men with overcoats on come in standing against the back wall and they may be intending to break up this meeting there were only about 60 people there but there were women and children uh, nobody had money for babysitters and we got the crowd singing, and afterwards we found out they did. They had intended to break it. They had baseball bats under their overcoats. 
But they said, oh, this is different than we were told it was. And uh, we had intended to break you up. Of course, you should have had the American flag here. And the leader of the oil workers said, you're right. Next time we'll have the American flag here. <laughs> and that's when the wife of the organizer said, Woody, couldn't you make up a song for the union women? If it hadn't been for them being here and singing, they might have broken up this meeting. And most of the union songs are all brothers this and men that. Women, songs about them. I'd like to, I'm just going to sort of take it on my shoulders, sing sort of a song that I wrote for Ladies' Anthem, uh, Ladies' Auxiliary, <clears throat> sort of on a nationwide scale. Goes like this. Words uh, based on the subject of the Ladies' Auxiliary. <laughs> well, the Ladies' Auxiliary is a good auxiliary. The best auxiliary that you ever did see. If you need an auxiliary, see the ladies' auxiliary. It's the ladies' auxiliary. <laughs> the next morning in the union office, Woody had his guitar and he'd try out a verse and and he'd sit down and type out another verse, and he'd stand up. And a, a year later, I'm recording an album of Union songs. Woody was somewhere in the West. Oh, yes, he was in the West Coast then, making up songs about the uh, Columbia River dams. But one of the songs we'd intended to record didn't turn out well. And they said, Pete, do you know another Union song? They said, well, Woody wrote a wonderful chorus. I'm not sure if I can remember any of the verses. I did remember two of the verses, and Millard Lampell, one of the almanac singers uh, making this record, said, give me 20 minutes. And he went into another room and came back with a third verse, which was not a good verse, but we sang it. You gals who want to be free, take a little tip from me. Get to a man who's a union man and join the ladies' auxiliary. Married life ain't hard if you got a union card. And a union man has a happy life if he's got a union wife. Well, it was not a very good verse. And since then, at least six other verses have been written. And that's, uh, I, I sing one of them. You women who want to be free, take a little tip from me. Uh, break out of that mold we've all been sold. you got a fighting history. The fight for women's rights with workers must unite. Like Mother Jones, move them bones to the front of every fight. But that chorus, oh, you can't scare me. I'm sticking to the union. I'm sticking to the union. I'm sticking to the union. We sang it in the Labor Day parade in Los Angeles, and they were all singing it with me. The melody of the tune is an old German folk song, and I think it was Robert Schumann. Dun, dun, ding, 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 ding. And in 1907, somebody made a slightly risque version called Little Red Wing. Oh, the moon shines bright on pretty Red Wing. As she lay sleeping, there came a creeping, a cowboy with his eyes a gleaming into the door of Red Wing's teepee. <laughs> Woody Guthrie's records are now heard around the world, even though he didn't record for any big company. His children's song, a song he wrote for his 
four-year-old daughter. Why, oh, why, oh, why, oh, why? Why, oh, why, oh, why? Because, 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 because. Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. That is his most popular song in Europe, in Asia, in Africa, in Latin America. Why can't a dish break a hammer? Why, oh, why, oh, why? Because a hammer's got a pretty hard head. Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. Everybody sing it now. Why, oh, why, oh, why, oh, why? Why, oh, why, oh, why? Because, 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 because. Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. Why don't you answer my question? Why, oh, why, oh, why? Cause I don't know the answers Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye What makes the landlord take money? Why, oh, why, oh, why I don't know that one myself Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye Why is there no pennies for ice cream? Why, oh, why, oh, why Put all the pennies in the telephone. Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. Woody was the most songwriter genius I ever knew. Once, right after World War II, uh, he and I and Lee Hayes were in a little old propeller plane flying to Pittsburgh to sing for the strikers at Westinghouse Corporation. And Lee fell asleep. I read a magazine, but Woody was scribbling on a piece of paper. I found it was the paper they hand to people who have to throw up. That was the only paper he found. And then when we arrived in Pittsburgh, he just got up and left the paper in the seat. I went and got it. He'd written the verses about the towns we flew over. He says, I wonder if those people in that town, what they think when they see this metal bird flying over their head. And then he looks at the pretty stewardess and said, I wonder what she's going to be doing tonight. And makes up verses. I gave the piece of paper to Woody and I said, Woody, how people like me envy you, your ability to just make up verses wherever you are, whenever you are. So long, it's been good to know you. So long, been good to know you. So long, it's been good to know you. This dusty old dust is a blowing me home. I've got to be rolling along. That was two folk legends, Pete Seeger reminiscing about his friend, Woody Guthrie, as we celebrate the centenary of his birth. Next week, Pete Seeger returns to talk about writing music and the power of song. You've been listening to Artworks, produced at the National Endowment for the Arts. Adam Campy is the musical supervisor. Excerpts from Why Oh Why, This Land is Your Land, Farm Labor Train, Rambling Round, Hobo Lullaby, Ladies Auxiliary, and So Long It's Been Good to Know You. Written and performed by Woody Guthrie. From Woody at 100, the Woody Guthrie Centennial Collection. Use courtesy of Smithsonian Folkways Recordings and the Woody Guthrie Foundation. Excerpt from This Land is Your Land, written by Woody Guthrie, performed by Pete Seeger. Use courtesy of Sony Music Entertainment. The Artworks podcast is posted every Thursday at arts.gov. You can subscribe to Artworks at iTunes U. Just click on the iTunes link on our podcast page. 
To find out how art works in communities across the country, keep checking the Artworks blog or follow us at NEA Arts on Twitter. For the National Endowment for the Arts, I'm Josephine Reed. Thanks for listening. Anyway, like I told you, the old dust storm hit there. These people all congregated in their little houses. And in the room in the house that I was in, there was 12 or 15 people. And while we was there, telling each other so long, it's been good to know you. Dusty old dust is uh, blowing me home, and I ain't got long to stay. I've got to be drifting along. Well, here's what happened. The telephone rang and it jumped off the wall. That was the preacher paying his call. He said, look at the shape that the world is in. I've got to cut price on salvation and sin. So long, been good to know you. So long, it's been good to know you. So long, it's been good to know you. This dusty old dust is driving me home, and I've got to be drifting along.